from Insurance Business, here's your weekly global news roundup for August 29th to September 2nd, 2022. I'm Steve Randall. AXA staged a public crash test of a Tesla to demonstrate the risk of a battery fire, but there was no battery in the vehicle. In a video shared by AXA, a Tesla Model S is seen scraping over a ramp before overturning, hitting the ground and catching fire. The crash video spread through social media before AXA admitted to the German publication Auto24.de that there was no battery in the vehicle and it had instead used pyrotechnics. For safety reasons, it was not possible to ignite a real battery fire at an event with around 500 people, which is why a fire with pyrotechnics was staged, AXA told the publication. The insurer said it had aimed to point out the danger of a cell fire, which it said could result from damage to the underside of an electric vehicle. It said it also wanted to point out the problems with fires in EVs in general. Fortunately, fires are very rare in electric cars as well as in conventional combustion engines, the insurer conceded. AXA did update its press release with further information that the car had no battery in, but not until after Auto24.de had reached out, the motor publication reported. New research from professional services company GHD, entitled Aquanomics, has estimated the future economic impact of water risks from floods, storms and droughts across 10 geographies. It discovered that a staggering 5.6 trillion US dollars could be lost by 2050, with more than 1.3 trillion of it lost within the next decade. Australia, the Philippines and the US are expected to experience among the biggest average economic decline. Heavy rains in 2022 alone have swamped cities and disrupted water and electricity supply, while droughts have put farmers' harvests at risk. According to the Centre for Research on Epidemiology of Disasters, last year's extreme droughts, floods and storms led to global losses of over 224 billion US dollars. Using a bespoke model, GHD has measured the damage of increased rainfall, which in turn increases storm and flood risks, as well as longer, hotter drought periods and wildfires. Results showed storms to have the biggest economic impact at 49%, followed by flooding 36% and drought 15%. Loss varied by country and region depending on the state of the area's infrastructure, local climate and geographic features, dominant industries and local prevention systems, including existing government policies. Australia, the Philippines and the US were expected to suffer an average economic decline of between 0.5 and 0.7% in annual GDP in the years leading to 2050. On the other hand, the United Arab Emirates and the UK were estimated to have an average yearly impact to GDP of just 0.1%. Of the five sectors critical to the global economy, manufacturing and distribution were expected to be hit hardest, costing $4.2 trillion as water scarcity disrupts production and storms and flooding destroy infrastructure and inventory. However, GHD expected all five sectors, banking and insurance, energy and utilities, FMCG and retail, and manufacturing and distributions, to face significant output losses, as well as impact on the millions of people working across these industries. A recent S&P Global Ratings report has found that only half of the top 21 global reinsurers have increased their exposure to natural catastrophe risks, while the other half have taken a more cautious and defensive stance by reducing their exposure. The report said the divergence in strategy reflects the growing cost of natural catastrophes, which have topped loss expectations in the past five years, even though aggregate catastrophe budget rose by almost 20% to 15.5 billion US dollars in 2022. 
The average contraction was 20% for those insurers that opted to reduce absolute net exposure to a 1 in 250-year aggregate loss. By contrast, reinsurers' decision to increase their natural catastrophe risk exposure is pronounced relative to shareholders' equity and indicates that the reduction in risk exposure has largely exceeded movements in shareholders' equity for some reinsurers. Considering these changes, the report estimates that the average capital at risk has increased across the 21 insurers. S&P expects underwriting margins to improve this year, adding resiliency to the sector, increased pre-tax profit, including the catastrophe budget for more reinsurers, based on their average share of market losses over the past five years, might provide some cushion against sizable insured industry losses. With pandemic lockdowns and restrictions slowly easing, Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty has predicted there could be a rise in demand for live events, resulting in a proportionate rise in related risks. According to the firm, the risk landscape of live entertainment is facing new challenges post-pandemic. The insurer has identified three main risks that have emerged, staff shortages, resource constraints, as well as new and untested venues. Citing a survey from the Professional Light and Sound Organisation, the firm said that nearly 70% of companies surveyed at the end of 2021 reported a shortage of skilled workers, notably engineers, technicians and height workers in stage technology were most sought after. AGCS has noted that the global semiconductor shortage may have eased for the moment, but other factors can still disrupt equipment availability, including the ongoing war in Ukraine. And many of the new festivals require a new risk assessment since they're being held in new but untested locations, AGCS has stated. Lloyds of London's latest cyber mandate, which will force its managing agents to exclude state-backed cyber attacks and war from standalone cyber policies from the end of next March, could lead to the wider insurance market to adopt similar exclusions and potentially lead to a stream of litigation, sources told insurance business. The Lloyds mandate comes as Russia's Ukraine war has further thrust cyber risk into the public consciousness. Cyber attack risks involving state actors, however, have additional features that require consideration, Lloyd set out in its August 16th market bulletin. In particular, when writing cyber attack risks, underwriters need to take account of the possibility that state-backed attacks may occur outside of a war involving physical force. The damage that these attacks can cause and their ability to spread creates a similar systemic risk to insurers. This is not the first time that Lloyds has sought to close a cyber gap. From 2020, market participants had to explicitly state whether a policy covered cyber or not. The latest changes come as managing agents are already tightening wordings. However, Lloyds added in the bulletin, we wish to ensure, however, that all syndicates writing in this class are doing so at an appropriate standard with robust wordings. Should the changes go ahead from March 31st, sources said it was likely that others in the global insurance market would follow suit. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by Insurance Business this week. For more, visit our website, insurancebusinessmag.com.